0: What's going on,
1: people?
0: Today is episode 31 of the Rock Savages podcast. We're back. I think we took a week off because we had shows to do and people to see. You know, you know how it goes. Life gets in the way sometimes, but it's all good, man. As usual, we're brought to you by rocksavagepod.com. You guys can find us on Facebook. Instagram and Twitter, all at the handle Rock Savage Pod. You can download all of our episodes for free on iTunes as well. Please subscribe, rate, and review if you get a chance. It helps out big time. Like I said, we just, me and Paul both came off of uh, some shows. Paul did one. This past weekend, and I did two the weekend before St. Paddy's Day weekend in Akron and Kent. It was awesome, as usual. We're always ranting and raving about our Ohio music scene. And some people showed up, bought some t-shirts, some CDs, rocked out with us, man. Love it. That said, today... Me and Paul talk about Dave Chappelle, the mighty and legendary stand-up comedian Dave Chappelle. He has two new episodes, well not episodes, I guess they're specials, right? Two new specials on Netflix right now. They're killer, I watched them both, amazing. Lives up to this guy's legendary career. Recommend them. I'm sure you guys have already listened to them or watched them or whatever the fuck. They need to be on iTunes. I was just thinking about that today. Why don't they put the audio of these specials on iTunes? Sometimes they probably do, but not in this case, I don't think. In any regard, we talk about Dave Chappelle and how people get offended by stand-up comedy and a bunch of other stuff. Kind of silly. We live in a silly world. We really, really do right now. It's the best time to be alive in human history, though. And we're going to take the good with the bad and try to work
2: through all that stuff.
0: So that said, man, it's me and Paul today on the Rock Savages podcast, episode 31. We hope you guys dig it.
3: They still do like half hour sitcoms. I don't know. Probably. Does it still do that kind of format, or is it all changed? Yeah, I don't it watch network TV,
0: so I don't really know anymore. We got one bar in this battery, but well, have, might have to hit pause. It'll, it'll get paused on us. Yeah, two solid weekends of rock. Yeah. Tons of rock shows. Did you guys? You just did one, right?
3: Yep. Probably that last show. And Then I went to that flaw show the weekend before, and then I went to your guys' show at Annabelle's, and you guys played it. Dominic's in Kent.
0: Yeah, Friday night, St. Paddy's Day. That was fucking slamming. Irish car bombs? I didn't have any Irish car bombs. Uh, what I have? A shot of whiskey. Matt Snyder Schneider from uh, Racing Never was there, mm. formerly of Racing Never. Yeah. Bought me a shot of Crown. Fuck yeah. That shit used to make me mean <laughs> back in the day. That's probably just bullshit. Yeah, you were just a mean person. I was just a fucking dick. And then I had whiskey, and then I was just more of a dick. <laughs> a drunk The dick. filter came off. Nah, I was never a dick, man. I was just round dicks. <laughs> I'm just going to... I'm not going to admit, uh, you know, responsibility and just defer it to other people, right? Mm-hmm. Nah, I probably had my share of being an asshole. Hey, you know, I mean, who's going to judge? I was much
3: more of an asshole back then, sure. Oh,
0: yeah. Well yeah. A little bit. I mean, we were nice people, but... I think with the, the drinking and the hanging out, the excessive drinking and hanging out with people that were more kind of on the edge. And we could had short off. fuses. So yeah. I think that added to it.
3: Yeah. I mean, we didn't fucking take <laughs> had know.
0: friends with shorter fuses, though. Right. <laughs> and so, like, yeah. yeah. It was weird to think back on that stuff. We had kind of a reputation for being a rowdy-ass band. You know, it kind of hurt us in the end there, I think, a little bit. Yeah. Well, wow. I was dodging that shit for a couple of years after after that band broke up, referring to subtle end, you know. It's like, no, man, we were just in a bad spot at the time." And it was dark though. That last couple of years, I think, was a little dark. I think we talked about that before, not on this podcast. But yeah, watching my like, wife there's some interview thing that one of one of our guitar players at the time, his girlfriend at the time, like, recorded us for some college project mm-hmm. or something, and uh, she gave me that video. I think you have it, too. And I, li- I watched it, and I was like, man, that just brought back a bunch of bad memories. I just mm-hmm. tried to shut it off. I'll, I'll go back again someday and listen to it. But. Yeah, that last couple years rough,
2: a little rough.
0: It was fun, still, but a little rough, a little dark. We had a friend commit suicide and all that. I think after that, that's kind of what, kind of went downhill from there. From my memory of it. And this was, what, 2000? The same 99?
3: typical things that fuck a band, you know? Drugs, alcohol, women.
0: Yeah, all that swirling around all at the same time. And death on top of it. When you're in your early 20s, I think that shit's hard to process. Especially when you're fucking partying Shit too hard.
3: Mortality is hard to process all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think nowadays you could deal with it a little better but back then, your early 20s, I mean, your brain's not even fully developed, so your emotion, your emotional fucking maturity is, like, not even there. So when you got to deal with somebody who commits suicide that's fucking 20 years old. I think that kid was 20 years old when he died. That sent the whole scene, our scene, into this, like, dark spiral. One way or another, we were all dealing with our shit, I think. It's weird. Weird time. It's a bummer way to start a podcast. But it's the truth, you know? It's our truth. Yeah. On some level. Well, what we're trying to say is we're not dicks, man. Come on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's all subjective.
0: Oh well, yeah, some people don't like some people don't like me. I think most do. I'm a nice dude. You are too. But some people not. You can't win, man. I mean, everybody not everyone's going to like you. It's fine. I mean, I'm a grown-ass man now. That probably would have affected me back in early 20 years, you know, but not now. So if somebody doesn't like me. I'm like, <gasps> "Oh no." What yeah, am I going to do?
3: The desire to be liked is, a, is stronger now for, I think, kids these days than I ever remember being, or at least more noticeable. I guess when I was a kid, I wasn't really all that concerned. kind of just did what we did, I thought. I mean, we hung out together. We had a good time, but I wasn't concerned about what other people thought of me all the time.
0: I think one thing I've always carried around is I don't like being the source of somebody else's misery. Like, I, I'm still that way. I mean, whether it doesn't matter, stranger or not, I try to be just, I try nowadays more than ever, last Mm -hmm. five, 10, probably 10 years, I've really tried to be self-aware, you know, and that's to everybody, like it's strangers or friends or just to be self-aware and be as respectful as I can to people's space and, you know. Just be aware of my my own actions. You know? I, I
3: don't know, man. Sometimes there's something to be said. Not perfect. I, I relish sometimes making some people miserable, the people that deserve to be miserable. I do not have regrets. Oh yeah. For
0: I'm talking people that don't deserve to be miserable, you know, and you inadvertently make them miserable by what you do. Right, right. Which uh, is r- few and far. It's rare nowadays. I, you know, like I said, I'm conscious of it, so it doesn't happen very often. But when it does, it's like fuck. I feel like shit about it. Yeah, I mean, some, you know, on the flip side, some people deserve to be fucking miserable. If they're dicks, they're dicks, and you treat them as such, you know. But I don't run into too many people like that anymore. It feels good. For the most part.
3: That Jim Norton special on Netflix talks a lot about dicks.
0: Like dick, like real dicks? Yeah. And penises? It's
3: pretty fucking funny.
0: Well, yeah, he's a little pervert. You know, <laughs> and he he said that's uh, what he says about himself. Oh, uh, he started. It I love Jim with, Norton. Well,
3: <laughs> asking to get his asshole licked. Yeah, yeah. Is that the first thing? <laughs> that's one of the first. Yeah. First five minutes.
0: Uh, he had, not much has changed. Jim Norton. He's badass. He's awesome. Yeah, he's he's been making rounds on the podcast lately. All the big ones, you know. He was on Rogan, and uh, Fighter and the Kid. That's his stick, though. You know, his perversion. It's hilarious. He has a podcast, too. What's it called? I can't remember. It's on Sirius uh, Sirius Radio. You guys can find it. Just Google that shit.
3: It's pretty good. I watched the special on Netflix. It's pretty funny.
0: (laughs) I haven't seen that one yet. We watched uh, the Dave Chappelle specials, which super excited to finally see Dave Chappelle again. And he's doing three specials, I guess. He's doing the two he just released, which, by the way, are fucking killer, man. Of course, there's, uh, you know it's just he picked up right where he left off, but he's doing two. He's, he did these two, which were pre-recorded, and I, I, I guess he's doing uh, a more current one. He's recording it for net Netflix specifically. Like he had these in the can already. Twenty million a piece he got for him too. Sixty million in total. It's wow. like damn, son. So even if that's a loss for Netflix, they're still gonna they're still gonna win in the end. Dave Chappelle won. And that number is really interesting because sixty million—he, this guy walked away from fifty million. Remember, for the Dave Chappelle show w- over ten years ago now, <laughs> and everybody thought he was crazy, and you know, branded him as crazy. And uh, I'm glad he's out and about and actually talking about that time now because you know, I mean, how he dealt with that was sounded pretty reasonable. He just was like, I just got away for a while and let my head clear, and you know, I can't imagine how that would be to be that famous yeah
3: i mean, I mean this is the one stand-up especially talked about walking around disney and people coming up to him more he these wives with his kids being like i'm mcjames bitch." yeah that yeah.
0: was every f- douchebag on the planet was saying that fucking bit and i was like yeah that was a good bit when it came out but the one me and you always screaming at each other at, at the uh, the juice yeah. Uh, the difference between what white people and black people buy at the grocery store? Yep. It's like, what the fuck is juice? I mean, you've been screaming at each other for like 10 years. <laughs> I want some apple drink, baby. Scream. Scream. <laughs> <laughs> that was his last one, I think, right? His last special. Was that Killing Me Softly was his last um, I one? Think,
3: I think those two were were at peak. I, I think what he did, the last two that I saw, were, were really good. And it was very... Um, Typical Dave Chappelle. I mean, funny, ridiculous, but then he, you know, gets really deep and you're like, ah.
0: He gets deep, the draws under, you
3: in. The underbelly.
0: And then that, he drops those punchlines, like, and it just, it makes everybody erupt. And yay, hey, guess what? I mean, you know, I've been looking this stuff up, just trying to see what's going on around the specials and stuff. Of course, there's drama because people are offended. Really? Yeah, yeah, there's tons of shit, like, Oh, I had it on my iPad. Uh, I just Googled it because I don't want to give these publications that are offended by what Dave Chappelle said. There, you have no business, if if you're easily offended, you have no business watching a Dave Chappelle show. No business at all. He picked. He, this is what he's done. This is his thing. This is what he's done. And I guess it's due to his bits on the, uh, the gay and transgender community, mm. which spec- he specifically says... In both of the specials, before I think he prefaces it, saying, in both the specials, saying, I have nothing against these people. Everybody can do whatever they want. And he tells jokes about it. There's nothing hateful about it. You know, he doesn't, you know, it's it's stand up comedy. He doesn't mean what he says. It's not real. He's just joking around. But this is becoming a problem. Too bad for these people, though, because they're in the minority, the ones that are getting offended. uh, You know, Dave Chappelle's a huge, huge success. These Netflix specials are a massi- are going to be a massive success if they're not already. We don't really know download numbers yet, but they're huge. They're going to be huge. So the moral of the story is be an adult and don't listen to it. Don't watch it and move on because nobody cares if you're offended. Sorry. I mean, maybe a few people do, but it's so silly, man. It's so silly. Well, you have no business watching stand-up comedy at all if you're going to go in there with the mindset of, I'm going to get offended.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, getting it's getting so silly. I mean, who... I mean, almost everybody... Uh, almost... If you're going to make a joke, someone has to be the butt of the
0: joke. And everybody's the butt of his jokes. Right. Everyone. Black right. people, white and people, gay people, straight people. Asian people, probably. I can't remember. It's There's, not
3: coming from a place of hate you know it's a joke it's a joke and and i don't
0: know right yeah
3: i don't i don't get the the controversy behind it i mean people are looking to be offended i mean yeah that's 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 right truth
0: i think so that's right well there's a small minority of people who want to push the offended button i don't know if this is a way to get attention because mommy and daddy didn't give you enough attention when you were younger I don't know. Do these people belong? These Social justice warriors. It makes me wonder if hypersensitive people even be- need, even should belong in a free society. Maybe they should go to a less free society because in a less free society, you don't have the freedom to do that. You don't have the freedom to make fun of people. Go to Saudi Arabia. You know? Go to Venezuela. Go to North Korea, you, can't, you don't have freedom of speech there. There's places in the world that don't have freedom of speech, and whether you agree or disagree with what people say sometimes, to try and end freedom of speech, it's not going to go well. Not going to go well. And there's plenty of places in the world that don't have it, so if you don't like it, try and move there. Canada's working on it, but you can't just move to Canada because there's, it's really hard to get into Canada. They have strict uh, immigration policy there. And you know we can roll right into Canada, because this kind of, this kind of uh, pertains to what Dave Chappelle has gone through with the offended people, and it's you know, they just passed a motion in the whatever I don't know if they call it parliament, parliament in Canada or Congress or whatever, but their version of Congress passed a motion, which I guess isn't a bill, it's not a law, it's just like their opinion, which is weird. That you know they 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 want to make it. They, they're basically testing out to see if they, if they have the correct climate for like blasphemy laws, like where if you criticize, I guess in this case it's Islam, then you can get, you, you know, you shouldn't be able to do that in Canada. So I think they're passing this motion as a way to test the climate inc- in their Congress to see if they can actually pass a law in the future banning uh, criticism of uh, any given religion. I don't even know what that means. So Canada apparently is trying is working their way up to uh, getting some blasphemy laws on the books, you know, fucked up. That's fucked up, man. That's our neighbor. That's like not too far from here. Yeah. (laughs) It's silly. You know, just words. I think people are giving too much power to words. Really?
3: I I get I get the more the morality of it and how they feel like it's the right thing to do. I can see it. They're coming. It, it may come from a good place that they're yeah. trying to make everybody be absolutely yeah. comfortable and maybe. B- but I don't think they're seeing the big picture. I mean, I, I I just can't imagine a place where you can't tell jokes because you're gonna hurt somebody's feelings. I mean, some of the funniest shit I've ever seen is fucking. You know, pretty edgy. You know. Yeah. And probably hurts a lot of people's feelings. And yeah, so what? It's not that big. deal. If it cuts, if there's some truth to
0: it, then it's okay. Self-reflect. Right. Yes. If it hurts, self-reflect. Look in the mirror and figure out why that bothers you. And work to change it, I guess. Stand-up comedy has never offended me, man. People make fun of people all the time. They make fun of heterosexual white males all the time. It's fine. It's fucking hilarious because a lot of it's true sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the stereotypes mm-hmm. and all that. Dave Chappelle's one of them. I mean, I love it when he talks about his white friends. He has this this real straight kind of nerdy voice. That's the white guy. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious.
3: The newscaster on the Dave Chappelle show?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Let's let it go. God damn
3: it. The, one of my favorites on the Dave Chappelle show that no one really talked about was... Where they did the wife swap, <laughs> the black couple and the white couple. Oh, I didn't see that one. Oh, man. If I did, it's, well, it's, it's that fucking show's, fantastic. The show's
0: been gone for a long time. Do they have a box set of it? wonder if they I do. I
3: don't know if they do, but it's on Amazon. Oh, it
0: is? Mm-hmm. gonna hmm. have to go look at that, watch that shit again. The 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 black-white supremacist, the blind guy. Dude, that was awful. I mean,
3: that was terribly edgy.
0: Yeah, it, you know. That yeah. was a big deal back then, too. Yeah, you yeah. Remember, they, they, they yeah. let off with that yeah. episode. That was the <laughs> fucking pilot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they're like, here's $50 million. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> it was hilarious. It worked. It's for adults. It's comedy for adults, everyone. I guess, you know. Shit. Well, it's definitely uh, PG-13. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Bring it on. Bring on the edgy stuff. I love it. If I don't like it, I won't support it. That's how it goes. I'm probably not going to go to Canada anymore. So that's how I deal with that. Not offended. Just, you know, fuck you. Going to pass anti-free speech laws. Eat shit. Never go in your country again. Plus, you need a passport now to go to Canada. Yeah. Hey, wrap your head around this. At the same time they passed this motion, some Islamic cleric in Montreal was talking at this mosque saying how all Jews should be murdered it's like what the fuck so I mean this all happened in the span of the same three days it's like okay so what's Canada all about <laughs> <laughs> you know it's fucked up it's like should that guy be allowed to say that I mean come on man that's a horrible sh- thing to say it's terrible and it incites violence it's like ugh, it's so gr- it's so weird we live in so the, the the times we live in are so fucked up and weird I, you know and it just reflects, I think, to me, it exposes the fact that governments can't keep up with culture at all. You know, they're trying to keep up and ooh, you know. Everybody has a voice now, so they're trying to like appease everyone, or that's what it seems as if sometimes, you know. They're trying to appease everybody's needs and wants and desires, and they can't, they can't do it. Nothing on, no entity on the planet can do that, ever. Not economics, not markets, nothing. Not socialism can't do it. It's impossible. You know, you can't please everybody all the time. Wants are, our desires are infinite, you know, and resources are finite. So, and resources being material things, but also energy and emotional resources. You know, you can't please everybody. So, interesting shit. Weird. Bizarre. Stop the heat, man. Stop the heat.
3: Well, I, I, it just comes back to extremism. I mean, I think you can have a point of view. You can have a perspective, you know, and if you want to be, you know, white hating or Jew hating, yeah, fine. <laughs> if, you know, like you said, bring those people out into the open. Right. Let that be known. So we don't do business with them.
0: Kind of talked about this a little bit on the last podcast, too. Yeah. Keep them out in the open so you can ostracize them and, you know, in a open and honest discussion like you know get them out ostracize them economically i guess yeah i guess we don't have to beat that discussion into the ground people understand where we're coming from you know shit
3: so the show went well the st patrick's day show
0: we had two yeah it went awesome like it was a blizzard last friday in ohio which is par for the course i guess you know March in Ohio. like Patrick's
3: Day,
0: yeah, fucking blizzard. We're like loading up the truck in snow and cold. We're like, no one's gonna be there, man. Should we even go? You just want to practice, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of we were kind of bummed out. Of course, we were gonna go, but so we, uh, yeah, we just packed up, went down there, opened up the back door, started loading in, and the place was jam packed, man. Rock fans are alive and well in Northeast Ohio still that felt good. And it was people that were there to support the bands. See, yeah, I'm sure there were some stragglers coming in just hanging out, but yeah, it was yeah, jam-packed. It was cool. The staff was awesome at Dominic's, man. They were right there with us and helped us load in immediately and everybody just had a blast, you know, both bands. We made a uh, limited edition t-shirt. We made like 20 shirts for that show specifically and <clears throat> I think they're pretty much all sold out. I think we have like 3 or 4 left. So, it was a success. We're going to do it again, I think, in June. Outside. We're going to rent a PA. Not,
3: there's no St. Patrick's Day in June.
0: No. You can do it where we're at. We can do whatever we want, though. Maybe just be St. Paddy's in June, just like Christmas in July. You know what I mean?
3: There you go. It's
0: green. It's greener than in March. No, I think we're going to rent a PA and do it outside. Rent a PA from Woods. Kent? Yeah. Out there on the back patio. We're talking about it right now. with Drunken Funk. Those guys are awesome. Then we played Saturday at Annabelle's last Saturday with the uh, Sweaty Mammoth and the uh, Stone Slinger and uh, great, great lineup, man. Love those guys. Both bands are awesome. I just checked out the new Sweaty Mammoth record, and I want to. S- I don't know if that's on iTunes or not, so I'll have to check that out. I think we'll play a song by them, but uh, that's good shit, man.
3: I did check. I did check them out. They're they're sweet.
0: Did you find their music online? Hmm? Did you find their music? No, there? no,
3: I got there to see the show. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I was, I was impressed. I really dig that uh, guitar player's tone.
0: A bunch of young kids.
3: Yeah, doing the thing, but that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. We were there.
0: Fuck yeah, it was fun. Not as many people out, but you know that's to be expected the day after St. Patty's Day. <laughs> Everyone's all hungover and tired. Yeah, actually, Highland Square is pretty dead.
3: Yeah, we played with uh, Stone Slinger last night. At the, they, they were on the bill.
0: How'd that go, man? It's a great venue. It went venue.
3: great. I love the Empire. Um, played with a couple bands out of Mansfield. So hopefully we can tag on a show and get out there to a the place called the Whiskey Warehouse. Yeah, that's a new uh, venue down that there. That I want to get into. But uh, yeah, it went well. The new material went really well. We were firing on all cylinders.
0: A lot of people show up.
3: It was, it was a decent turnout. It yeah. well, wasn't as good as I would have liked to see in it, but uh, I had high ex- expectations.
0: Yeah, well, you always want to jam-packed to the max.
3: But, yeah, it was it was loud, fun, and a good, good crowd.
0: We're going to have to get in that venue soon. I just don't know when. I don't know what we're doing yet. I think we're uh, going to focus on some shows. I think we're going out to Maryland in May, <coughs> into May. But that's still kind of up in the air. I'm kind of in the writing and recording mode. It's kind of where I want to go this year. Our last album was out. It'll be a year in May, so I kind of want to get down to some new stuff. Get that rocking and rolling.
3: Yeah, I want to try to wrap up a recording before summer and uh, push it out and get some shows in.
0: Yeah, all summer, you guys playing? Oh,
3: yeah, we dropped a, a new... Cover song. We did uh, Burning Sky by Bad Company.
0: No shit. That's a good one. Yeah. It's a great one. It's one of my favorites, actually. (laughs) It
3: came out awesome.
0: Bad Company. Did you do the Thunderbolt in the beginning? Yep.
3: No, we didn't do Thunderbolt. We just did some guitar, slow feedback, you know, some harmonic shit.
0: It's a good idea. License that shit out. Which, by the way, bands, you can do that for like 40 bucks on. uh, I think it's CD Baby does it. Licensed out covers now, real easy, real cheap. Yeah, I think we'll.
3: I think we're gonna do it. That one came together real well, and it fits our fits our style. And we stay pretty pretty close to the roots, but we, you know, gotta put your own little stamp on 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 it.
0: Some covers call for that, you know, just to keep it pretty much on par with the original. But in others, you can just stretch out and do it. I we keep talking about wanting to do covers, but we just can't. I want to record one. We just can't seem to Agreed. get it together. No. We're not a cover band, man. We do covers every now and again. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how that goes.
3: Yeah. I kind of just, honestly, just kind of shot out a text message just with a fucking link to the YouTube video. I was like, we should do this. Dave was like, yep. And Matt was like, yep. Brock didn't say anything so I said alright Brock know this one (laughs) by practice
0: (laughs) thanks for thanks for chiming in it's kind of how every band goes I think there's always one guy that doesn't say shit doesn't text back It's always those guys it's easier now than ever before to communicate and uh some people just don't want to do it it's not in their DNA you know right can't blame him if I had the option I would just not do this shit Mm, it worked out Mm -hmm. as far as the song got done texting there you go well all you need is a drummer and a guitar player really to say yes (laughs) (laughs) you know i could just record with stone in the studio just me and him and we would get a whole fucking most of the record done instrumentally if we had to do that you know we're drinking corona extras today people Corona, if you guys want to sponsor us, you know, we keep, we keep, we keep pumping you. But, uh, gonna have to get more of those, uh, slimline cans going on. Oh, this dog, she's going crazy. So what's up next? When's your next show? Oh, uh, we
3: got April 15th up at Annabelle's where I was up there flying for our show while I was up there.
0: With we should try to do a podcast for up. that. We would we'll do a band cast. We gotta get um, Dave to Get his van out there.
3: Yeah, that'll be a good season for it. It'll be warming up. and.
0: Fuck yeah, man. I'm ready. This week's been amazing. Last week was blizzard, cold, and freezing, and this week it's 70 and not Dude, sunny. Dude, it was...
3: It was like 9 or 10 degrees or something the other morning. What was it, Wednesday? Thursday morning. It was morning. cold in the morning, yeah. Yeah, it was like 19 degrees or some shit like but that. Then it, was
0: got, like, it came it it started going up after that.
3: Right, right after that it went up. But I was like, get the fuck out of here.
0: We are talking about this crappy Ohio weather, man, I man. Once it breaks in Ohio, it's fucking awesome, you know, for the most part. We're kind of like Seattle, though. It rains a fucking lot here.
1: Lately. You know,
0: Maybe that's why we have a good music scene. Same way in Seattle was in the nineties. That's how Sh- it goes. Shitty weather makes depressed
3: people. You know they have a.
0: I'm not depressed, man. They okay. have a, um,
3: I just uh, they have a name for it now for when you get upset, you know, or you get depressed during the winter. It's seasonal affective disorder.
0: Well, there's truth. It's
3: it's it's called. They call it sad.
0: Sad. Yeah, there's a little bit of truth to that, biologically, oh, I'm sure yeah. you don't
3: get as much vitamin D. Yeah,
0: but, or in the wintertime, I fucking overdose on vitamin D and it helps. And as a matter of fact, last even in the summertime, because I have a job inside, and uh, I was in fucking shitty ass mood all summer long. I was like, God, what is my goddamn problem? You know, I was like, oh, it just hit me. I was like, I'm not getting any sunshine because I'm inside all the time. I was like, vitamin D, so I just overdose on that shit all year round. You know, just supplement and uh, it helps like I'm I've been even keel all winter, you know, been kind of emotionless. Just (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) just just moving through, you know, I feel good. I'm happy relatively, but I think it has a lot to do with your diet and your uh, your biochemistry a lot. You know, weather affects that. We need to be in the sunshine in Ohio. You never know what you're going to get.
3: I don't necessarily know if that's true. I mean I I do to a, a degree <coughs> and your body is dependent on certain you know vitamins and conditions to perform properly but I think a lot can be said about perspective I mean there are lots of I'm sure
0: they I kind of they kind of go hand in hand you know it's hard to gain perspective when you're lost inside your whatever's bugging you so if you can get the if you can get the nutrition in a better spot then you can it's easier to gain better perspective that's been been my personal experience nutrition matters man supplementation a lot of people say supplementation is bullshit and uh it's not i mean it depends on what you're taking the products you're taking but uh supplementation actually helps if it's the if, if you're taking the right supplements that your body can absorb i mean some supplements are made from minerals that come from rocks you know you're not going to mm-hmm. absorb that. You're going to pass that right through. It has to be all vegetarian or you're not going to absorb the, n- the nutrients. So the people who say it's bullshit. I guess they're right to a certain extent. Some of it is bullshit, but you've got to get the right stuff.
3: Yeah, p- I think there's, for the most part, um, most of your nutrition can and should come through your diet, through the foods you eat, yeah. the things you drink. Um, but there are th- there are supplements that you can take to. Like Corona. Corona. We need a. I I needed a Corona supplement. <laughs> I was nursing a hangover from last night. Hair of the dog. Doing a lot of shots? <sighs> no. That's what gets me, man. Just one. Just one double Jameson.
0: That's all you had all night?
3: No, no. I had four, three tall beers.
0: So you had a double Jameson shot? mm mm-hmm. God, dude. You can hate yourself. Just you do one at a time. Picklebacks, man. It picklebacks. And that... Mm. Some people rip on them, but that's good shit. Pickle juice neutralizes that. If, you, if you're drinking, if you're drinking whiskey cold, which is kind of the wrong way to drink whiskey, I guess, because our guitar player Stone is a whiskey nerd. We just talked about it last week at the show at the Annabelle show, but he's got it down. It's like don't don't want to drink it too cold. And I can see that now. I was like, but that's an acquired taste. But double shot of whiskey, man. Whew. Like all in one fucking. Not even two in a row. Yeah. I would have split them up. On top of beer. Yeah. I'm good for like one shot. I say I'm a pussy. Total puss. Like I, I, do, I do not have a tolerance at all. So I, my drinking habits I maintain the entire time. Just maintain. So I just have a beer with some water. Beer and some water. And then I'll have a shot or two. And that kicks it up a notch, and then I'll just maintain that. I got it down. It's an art. It's I science. typically don't
3: drink shots out in public, not for fear of how I'm going to, you know, act or the repercussions, but more or less because I fucking drive everywhere.
0: Yeah, you drive and the next day. I drive
3: everywhere, and a double shot of Jameson, I'm not passing a sobriety. I mean, I, would, I could pass a sobriety test on a double shot of Jameson, but I'm not going to blow a breathalyzer.
0: Well, yeah, that's why. Especially for shows like nowadays, I stop drinking the later right. it gets. Like you do, you get your drinking in beginning of the night. Because I mean, most be, I mean most shows. I mean, for us, we're there like hours before we have to play.
3: Let me preface: I did not drink. I did not drive home.
0: <laughs> My <laughs> yeah. wife drove home. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, uh, yeah. I was drinking double shots and six tall bo- or four, three tall boys.
0: Yeah, that's enough.
3: And played good. See, that's another thing, man. No, one of the beers, one of the shots came after the show.
0: Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's good too. Feeling good after a, a hard set of hard rock, you know. I mean, I can run that alcohol right through my system. mm Hmm.
3: And and I ate a Hanini sub.
0: Yeah, that'll fucking level you out.
3: I was a little disappointed in
0: the sub, though. Not what I expected. That's a Mr. Zubbs in Highland Square last Saturday. That's a fucking endorsement for you guys. You fucking thanks. Your fucking Jason Voorhees sandwich is badass. So we're just shouting out to Mr. Zubbs. You guys want sponsors. Go ahead. Say I'm a sellout. <laughs> I love money. <laughs>
3: Nothing wrong with Mr. <laughs> Zubbs, though.
0: Yeah. And their local business. I'm just kidding. but About the sponsorship, of course. Just being a dick. But um, there you nah, man, I love that. Oh, yeah. It would totally do it. <laughs> give our listeners some coupons. We're down. Every
3: every joke has got a little bit of truth, truth to it.
0: Yeah. A little 50/50, not every joke. Some jokes are just fucking preposterous. 100%. We say shit, but it,
3: the reason it's funny is because you put it in your it puts it in your head, you know, and you get that thought and I'm sure someone else has thought that before and you can I don't know.
0: I would just say outrageous shit just to say it sometimes. Just You know, that's, um, that's me and Jeff (laughs) falls relationship. We just see how fucking far we can take it. You know, that's, that's the, I think that's an important part of having a, a true friendship is that you guys can just say whatever bullshit, outrageous nonsense to each other and have fun. You know, we do it. I mean, you do it too. So, you know, (laughs) the three of us get together. It's even worse. So, but it's fun, man. And it's all at our expense. Rate. A lot of people don't have friendships like that at all. Fake. Fake or just boring. Right. You know? Vanilla. Yeah, very vanilla. It's like how, you know. But
3: he, but even then, I mean, if you're that vanilla, there's a, there's a fakeness to it.
0: Yeah, you're not totally open.
3: Yeah, you're not being you know? truthful.
0: And you're not having any fun. God. To be guarded, like, anymore, like, these days... Like the people I have to like watch what I say, and don't get me wrong, you know, you know, there's I have boundaries, but if I have to like stare away from a subject line when I'm around somebody, I'm probably not gonna hang out with you too long or too often, you know. Of course, we all have to hang out with people sometimes that we can't just be completely open and honest with, but I mean, in my f- close friend circle, if you got a triggering or a button pushing issue. We can't have an intelligent conversation or a non intelligent conversation, just a fun, stupid conversation about I'm probably not going to hang out with them that much anymore. You know, we have to deal with that enough,
3: right? You know, you get paid to in, do that in, in everyday and, life, and yeah, work.
0: That's right. Yeah, you get paid to do that. So, you know, you should be able to have a safe space with your friends and just talk about complete preposterous nonsense. So that's what's fun about it. Silly.
3: Just as long as you don't say anything that may offend somebody, though. I mean, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or anything.
0: Oh, yeah, we have no feelings here. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody in my band has any feelings. And, uh no, nah, we don't have any feelings. We're too old for feelings. Yeah, there's a numbness yeah. that comes with age. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't care.
3: Yeah. Or it's a big whatever. You just I grew care. up in the 90s and the 2000s. I'm fucking numb.
0: The 80s,
3: even. 80s, 90s. 80s were... I mean, I, I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, I remember some significant moments, but... I was a 90s kid.
0: Yeah, I was much more sensitive when I was younger. Definitely. I wasn't ever uber sen- I don't know. I mean, maybe I was. Who knows? It's a long time ago now, man. I don't remember anymore. I'm talking massive shit. So... uh. It's probably a good time to wrap up. What, um, April 15th? Annabelle's.
3: Annabelle's. Who's that with? Um, Outdated View.
0: Never heard They're, of
3: it. They're uh, uh, a band in the Highland Square area. Like, oh yeah? uh, I don't know. They're more of a, I can't really say, indie rockish. Hmm. All right, I'm down. And then, uh, we got Dinaton. They are a side project of the drummer of uh, Space Monkey out of Cleveland.
0: Ah, yes, heard of them. Think I've seen them. Might have played with them. And then Resonat. Oh yeah, Resonat. Shout out to Resonat. Guys rule.
3: Yeah, bringing those guys. Maybe we should do a podcast with those guys.
0: Yeah, that's a cool, guy. Maybe we'll have to make that happen. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, we don't have any shows lined up yet. We'll soon. We'll let everybody know. Um, anything Burn Blue Sky? Go to burnbluesky.net. You'll find us all there. Social media, all that shit. Where can they find you guys? You need a website, by the way.
3: Why? I mean, they can get whatever they need from our our um, CD baby got a site, Facebook, Facebook, um, my my face or MySpace, my Twitter. You
0: guys on MySpace
3: still? I'm sure we are. I'm sure you could Google it. We might, might be, too. I don't have password run it. to get in. I
0: don't run it anymore. You yeah. know, If it's there, it's there. Don't go there because we don't know what the fuck's going on there.
3: <laughs> We're
0: in a similar space. I think we have enough social media. We don't need to add any more unless one goes out of business, which probably is going to happen soon. Twitter's not doing well. On that note, we'll leave it on a high note. Twitter's going out of business. <laughs> you heard it here first. Dump <laughs> <laughs> your stocks. Breaking news. Somebody's offended. Fuck. All right, we're out. My dog's offended. She's got to go out. Peace.
3: See you. All
0: right, there it is. Me and Paul shooting the shit today. Talking about the mighty Dave Chappelle and rock and roll shows in Ohio and the nonsense going on in Canada right now and how everybody's offended all the time. Feels good, man. Feels good. But enough of that. Today we're going to play a band called Sweaty Mammoth and seeing how this episode has a Netflix kind of theme going on. Sweaty Mammoth has a uh, new album out. We're going to play the the starting track called Netflix and Kill. Netflix and Kill. Burn Blue Sky just recently played a show with these guys, as mentioned in the intro. Last Saturday at Annabelle's in Akron, Ohio. It was killer. The guys opened the show. They were kind enough to show up and open the show for us. And uh, they kick ass, man. They're a bunch of young kids starting out. First album just recently came out killer rock band man they know how to fucking take that riff and just take it to the next level so they have a bright future ahead the album is called when the earth was hot and as mentioned in the episode it is on amazon.com so go check that out buy it and If you would be so kind, you can bookmark our Amazon affiliate link at the bottom of rocksavagepod.com and buy the album through that portal. Helps us out. On that note, check out Sweaty Mammoth on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Follow them for their latest tour dates, show dates, and new music that will probably be coming out in the near future. Again, this track is called Netflix and Kill off of the newest Sweaty Mammoth album, When the Earth Was Hot. Go pick that up. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Rock Savages podcast. We'll be back real soon. Thanks, everybody, for the support. We love you. Cheers.